This episode is brought to you by my book, Speak From Within. Learn how you can engage, inspire, and motivate any audience. You can also download my four simple tips to make starting any conversation a breeze at the link in the show notes. Hey there, and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast bonus episode with the excellent Angela Engel. Angela, thank you so much for taking the time to answer these fun little questions. Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. She's yeah. like, hurry up as old. I've got a day to get back to. All right. These are bonus <laughs> questions that are designed to give the person who's listening a little bit more of a flavor of who you are. So let's do this. Angela, what is your favorite song? Oh, that's so hard. Um, um, oh my God. Um, how about, can I just do a favorite, like anything right now? I mean, I love Lionel Richie. Okay. I love Lionel Richie. Great. <laughs> Um, I would never stand in the way of somebody loving Lionel Richie. <laughs> so I think I can't choose one, but let's just say Lionel Richie right oh. now. My <laughs> husband and I. So. That's great. Well, here's what's funny because the next question is favorite musical group. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, well, a group right now. Um, hmm, I mean. Uh, you could say um, the Commodores. That would be fine. <laughs> I know, possibly. I mean, I feel like I love Lizzo because I have girls. <sighs> I, I love Lizzo. <laughs> oh, and I'm going to Beyonce, too. I'm going to Beyonce concert this summer with my sister and my kid. My, I have a high schooler, so, you know, got to love Lizzo and Beyonce. For sure. For sure. And, you know, it's really funny to me. I saw Lizzo. <laughs> Excuse me. So I saw Lizzo uh, in September here at Madison Square Garden in New York City, and I left just being, I, I didn't know much about her. I just thought, I want to see her. Okay, let's see her. And I left being the biggest Lizzo fan. <laughs> She's so incredible. So so I, I totally mean, understand. Yeah, so maybe I'll say, find one of my favorite songs right now. It's, you know, About Damn Time. Oh, you know, yeah, so great song. <laughs> Absolutely. It's About Damn Time. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. All right, your favorite artist can be fine artist, can be another kind of artist. Mm, um, oh, that's so any kind of artist right now. Um, God, this these are tough. I mean, um, I mean, I love Georgia O'Keeffe. Who wouldn't? Have you been to that museum in Santa Fe? Have, museum? Oh. I actually haven't. I've been to the Boston, though. I went mm -hmm. to uh, in Boston, has a huge Georgie O'Keeffe exhibit, and I fell just in love with the work. I got to see all mo a lot of the paintings there in, oh. in Boston. So cool. Yeah, I love I, I was at the museum in Santa Fe and just I was there with my sister who loves art just about as much as I do. And we spent like five hours and it's not a huge museum, but we still spent a lot of time in there. It was great. Uh, the book you recommend most to people, which is great asking a publisher about that, but the book you recommend most to people. The History of Reading by Eberto Langwell. Um, I don't even know how long ago that was published. Hopefully it's still in print. Um, but nice. I love that book. Um, if you're into publishing, it's the history of reading. Um, can I do two? I mean, you're asking sure. a publisher how many, what books? I know, that's why I said it's funny asking a publisher that. You can choose um, three. How about three books? 
Okay, if you haven't read Toni Morrison's Song of Solomon, you have to. And everybody, I mean, it is life changing. Um, And so, Song of Solomon, uh, About de Manguel, A History of Reading, and then more. um, I I personally, I just loved Vanishing Half. I thought it was fantastic as well. Awesome. Awesome. You know, when I read Song of Solomon in college, it was, I took a class and we read Maxine Hong Kingston's Woman Warrior, Zora Neale Hurston's Their Eyes Were Watching God, Toni Morrison's Song of Solomon. I mean, this was an amazing, um, the class just was unbelievable. The professor chose incredible books and changed my life. Changed my life. Yes. Okay. So everybody on this Song of Solomon, if you have not read it, you need to, and then DM both of us because it will change the way you really even look at literature. Yeah, absolutely. I agree completely. Brilliant, brilliant book uh, by a brilliant, brilliant author. All right, first <laughs> concert. The Jets. Do you remember that? I've got a crush on you. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, your favorite city. Oh, that's so hard. I mean, it's hard not to love San Francisco because that's where I grew up. And then I'm like Minneapolis because I grew up in Minneapolis and everything that's happened um, over the last few years, especially with Black Lives Matter and George Floyd. I like my heart goes out to that my hometown. I went to South High. Um, and so I just want to do a shout out. I, I, I have a Prince girl. I've seen Prince and Diamond and Pearls. That was not my first concert, but in First Avenue. Um, and so I, I, I have to say Minneapolis. Nice. I am a Prince girl too. I was good friends with one of the producers who worked at the Purple House when I was a kid, when I was a teenager. So never got to meet Prince, but you know, I stood, I stood backstage <laughs> and that was his, fun. His grandma's house was right by my high school. And so it was like, Ooh, let's, let's walk over to Gra- Prince's grandma's house and see if maybe Prince would it, I never got to see actually see. I mean, I saw him in concert, but he was never never saw him outside his grandma's house. Right, exactly. Like I, we, I saw him in concert too, but it, he was really far away. Yeah, the four you were and Dirty Mind and Controversy and Purple Rain tours. I, oh. I was like, phew. all right. Um, uh, let's see the next question: Cats or dogs? You know, I'm actually like them both. And so that is such a hard question for me, completely both. It depends on the breed of dogs. Some dogs I breeds I hate and some I love. And then, I mean, it depends on the cat, but there's, I love, you know, I, I, I'm an equal there. Totally. And that's my answer. Like I went through, somebody asked me, (laughs) turn them around and asked me these questions. And I went, well, both. I, yeah, Yeah. both. I'm, you know, we're allowed to break the rules. Why not? All right. Backpack, wallet, briefcase, or purse. I'm either a purse or a wallet person. So I, I'm not, I'm definitely not a briefcase and I'm definitely not a backpack, but some days I'm a wallet and many, and many days a purse. Nice. I'm always a backpack person because my computer's <laughs> always with me. Uh, your favorite cookie. Ooh, ooh. I think it has to be, you know what I love? Is when there's salt in a choc- in a dark chocolate chip cookie. So the t- chocolate chips have to be dark, bitter chocolate. They kind of like the, those big chocolate chips, you know, that kind of right. melt. They're almost like squares. And then if there's salt on top, that's... 
I love how specific you are. That's also yeah. big chocolate chips, not the little ones, and salt on top, just so you know. So if you want to send Angela some cookies, that's where you got to go. All right, cool. Yeah. Now, the last three questions are, uh, there are three questions, but they're all sort of kind of related. And they are favorite book as a child, favorite book as a teenager, and favorite book as an adult. Okay, so Charlotte's Web. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in third grade, I wanted to become a writer. And um, I went as, uh, not as Charlotte, um, but I went as Fern, you know, to school. And I thought I was Fern and I like had a little basket that I like put a stuffed pig in. Mm-hmm. So definitely Charlotte's Web is just always with me. Um, and then my, when I'm a teenager, a Wrinkle in Time, hands down. I loved that book. Changed my life. All, see, exactly. Wrinkle in Time and that whole series, right? I mean, just anyway. So that would be my teenage year. And then as an adult, I mean, does college count? Because that's probably what I sure. read Sandra Solomon too. Um, but Sula, um, also another Tony Morrison book, um, really powerful um for me um reading sula really heavy and i don't think a lot of people read sula as much as song because it's really heavy but um oh gabrielle garcia of marquez a song um um um, solitude um 100 years of solitude thank you my brain now you no no no. fried my brain but i'm sorry there's so many good books i've read you know, it's so hard to choose, but um, white teeth even is, I mean, you know, it's just, I could go on and on. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great because these are all recommendations. Like somebody's listening to this and going, okay, this is a publisher and these are her favorite books. So I should probably check them out, you know? So there's there's a lot to be said for that, for, for people, because I have a lot of musicians and a lot of either authors or publishers on this show. And so having your recommendations for things that you love so deeply, that's gonna be so effective. You know, if I look at it, if I go, you know, when I'm, I'm ready for something heavy and I go and I read Sula, that's, that's important. It's important because we get to recommend some of these amazing books and artists to people and, and, and it enrich us all. Yes, I'm putting go ahead. something in the chat because although people probably heard this, they probably have not heard of this book, which I loved recently called Mango and Peppercorn. Um, it's a memoir um, and it is on, I put it in the chat. So if you I really want to, mm-hmm. it is Chronicle Books published it, I think not even that long ago. It is so resistant. It's a powerful memoir and food writing. Um, you know, it's about a Vietnamese restaurant in Miami. It is so fantastic. And, you know, during the Vietnam War, having to flee her entire family, the book is unreal. Um, so I highly recommend because I doubt people have said on your podcast, Mango and Peppercorn. No one has ever said that on this show as a as a book to to recommend. And you know what's interesting? Like when, when we talk about these timely sort of political events, uh, I'm gonna give a strange little bit here. Right after 9-11, everybody was saying we should boycott anybody who had uh, a Persian business of any kind, food or uh, whatever. And, And I went, well, that's crazy to me because the people who left those countries to come here obviously were not satisfied with what was going on in those countries, so they they went 
to the land of opportunity. They went to the USA. And so for me, it was my, the woman who cuts my hair was, that's when I started going to her was because everyone was saying that we should boycott them. And I went, no, absolutely not. I'm not gonna boycott them. And in and in fact, started going to her and she's been cutting my hair for 20, 21 years now, in part or 22 years, whatever, in part because of that. So that kind of very timely and relatable to the rest of the world topic is so important as we, as we mature as people, as we read more books, as we enrich our own lives, having that, knowing where it, its context lies, is, I think is really important. So I thank you for mango and peppercorn. I'm gonna have to go get it. Yes, and she's Vietnamese, obviously. And in the rise of, you know, Asian hate is not, it is really, it's not going away, right? right. These crimes are not going away. And so um, I don't know if you've been reading even at te in Texas about property for Chinese Americans. There is no. so much. Yeah. I mean, just like you got, please everyone open up your news, but start reading the stories from Asian writers. And the reason there she's here is because of the fall of Saigon in right. 1975. Like there's a reason um, and her daughter ends up, I can't, I'm not going to give the book away. I'm not going to give the book away, but read the book. Her daughter is just amazing. Um, uh, and what she's able to accomplish in her life. So um, yeah, diversify your bookshelf. Read, uh, I would say right now, my, I'm going to actually was, is one of my goals is to read um, more, more Asian writers, Asian uh, and, and their stories here. Um, it's definitely a huge goal for me. That's very cool. And and with mango and peppercorns, I'll put I'll be sure to put that link in the show notes so so that if you want to get more information on that book, you can just click the link in the show notes under Angela's socials. Angela, I'm so, 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 so grateful that you took the time for these extra fun little bonus questions. You've enriched my life. You've given me new books to go read. I'd never read Zula and I've never heard of mango and peppercorns. So I'm very excited to <laughs> to go to go find both of those and and read them. I am grateful once again for you taking the time. Thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, this is super exciting. This is Isolde Trachtenberg for the Creative Solutions Podcast with my incredible guest, Angela Engel of the Collective Book Studio, who was fabulous and gave you all sorts of recommendations in this bonus round. Please, please, please check out the books and other artists that she recommended because we can only be enriched by bringing more art and creativity into our lives. Until next time, as always, I remind you to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2023. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results, although we can always hope. Until next time, keep living what you believe in. Thank you.